welcome to a chat in the garden with Monique A.J. Smith, where Seneca's blooms in athletics and sports right here on Survival Radio Network. Well, prayers go out to um, our CEO of Survival Radio Network. I received official notification that he had surgery, and uh, that's why he's not here with us. Um, but I know I have some prayer warriors within the garden who know how to get a prayer through, and uh, I really and truly pray for a speedy recovery um, because uh, you are solely missed, and this is your vision, and we are going to carry on um, um, and show you love because this was your vision. I'll never forget, he says, um, we, it's, it's going to be radio. And I was like, okay, now, because I was a mass media major, I was a little confused. But then he educated me of the podcast world. And uh, i just be honest with you, he just kind of made a new life for me. And so I owe him so much, and so do we, because you'd just be really surprised about the relationship that were built from the garden. And I'm going to um, share um, some of it today um, because I did go to uh, an event held in conjunction with the Super Bowl. And uh, it was just amazing. I just stood in one corner and people just came up to me, are you the lady in the chat in the garden? And I'm like, yeah. Well, I'm so-and-so. I've been on your show. Uh, I'm so-and-so. I listen to so-and-so. And I'm like, wow. So we're six years in, people. And I really owe all the six years to Clark Garrison. So please, please, please pray. Have him on your list, on your morning prayer, your evening prayer. Uh, Clark Garrison, CEO of Survival Radio Network. Um, and he he's just everything to us. Um, and love him dearly. Um, so, yes. I did go down to Miami, and when I say less than 24 hours, I was less than 24 hours. Um, I flew out of Virginia at 5, got there at 10, uh, went to the event, got back on the plane at 5, 5.45, and came back to Virginia the next day. And so, um, but it was a fabulous 24 hours, I must admit. And... uh Give a couple of shout-outs to some people. First, I want to give a shout-out to my sister podcaster, my Hamptonian sister, um, Miss Candy Waller. Yeah, she told me she was going to go down there and that we were going to hook up, and we did uh, at the same event. And uh, But I tell you, I'm looking at her site. You need to check out her site on Facebook, C Wall Sports Entertainment. Now, I went down just for one event. This child has been experiencing all of it. I see one celeb South Beach Bowl. I mean, I guess, you know, I'm very intentional and, and focused. I wasn't, I wasn't familiar with all the things that go on with the Super Bowl. And she did tell me she was leaving before the game, so I'm really puzzled. I guess it comes from the SID part of actually doing the 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 game, um, but yeah, I think uh, next year it'll be in Tampa. I guess I, I'll I'll try to get on her coattail 
and see, uh, oh, my goodness, yeah, she's on the field and interviewing. Um, but, you know, my focus are the women, and that is why I attended Latoya Stories uh, Sports Power Brunch. And when I tell you the power hitters as it relates to um, um, football and the professional sports, they were in the house. And uh, now I'll be very honest with you. When I do things, it is for other people. Honestly, it really is. I have so many clients and so many students who wish to uh, be sports agents. And uh, I got a couple of folks uh, on my Rolodex, I'm aging myself, um, that I can call on and and connect people with. And and one of them uh, is our media partner, uh, Tawana Smith. She doesn't... uh, um, use her um, agent's license as, as much. She does more education. And so she wrote a book called Surviving the Life of Professional Athletes Playbook to Avoid the Curse. And I've been promoting that for the last, uh, going on three years now. I know at least two. Um, and you know what I really, really enjoy? When I see members of the garden, they'll say, I got that book you rec- recommended. It was great. So I'm telling you, when you number one, when you um, when you are an influencer um, in certain areas, you really can impact lives. But you just don't know whose lives you you are um, impacting. So I, again, I do feel I give a good return on investment when you join me by being a media partner. And uh, I'm really excited about the fact that uh, the NFL saw the value in the book, and they got the book and gave it to college students that were participating in the Celebration Bowl. So I say this to say this to you, that if the NFL sees value in the book, you should see value in the book. And it is very cost-effective in the three different formats, e-book, audio book, and paperback book, all on Amazon. So you need to go check out Surviving the Lights, a professional athlete's playbook to avoid the curse by Tawana Smith. That's T-Y-W-A-N-N-A. And so um, going back to the wonderful event that I just came from, I did make sure that I um, reconnected with Terry Carmichael Jackson. And uh, the reason I really wanted to say that name out loud, I'm going to say it again, Terry Carmichael Jackson. Many people don't know it was a black woman behind that negotiation uh, for the professional women's basketball. She's the executive director of the WNBA Players Association. People, do you know how long these women have been struggling? Now, the reason why I said reconnect because she, she because she used to. Um, work with the NCAA, and uh, I do recall meeting her back in those days when I served on some committees and and uh, was on the board of then NACWA. Uh, and so it was really exciting uh, to actually know the person behind all the articles that's out there because, again, you know, when the articles come out, there's a professional athlete on the front um uh, leading the the article, but you never know. And uh, so, I did uh, video her 
acceptance of her award. So just check that out it's within the uh, Facebook group. And I'm hoping to get her in the garden um, by next season. Uh, but, yeah, that that was really powerful. And it's interesting that negotiating uh, was the was the buzzwords and things such as uh, you get not, not because you don't ask, you get not because you didn't negotiate. And there's a system to negotiating. It really is. Um, and just to put a plug, uh, that's what we've been concentrating on in the Advanced Academy and uh, people. Let me tell you, on my way back from Miami, I got a text while still on the plane, and the message was, I got the offer and I accept it. People, I just did a praise dance right in my seat. You hear me? Uh, but working with this young lady for at least two years, um, and I, I, I take no credit. You know, i got a coach that's a good friend, and he just got 400 wins. And whenever I say congratulations, he says, to God be the glory. So I will, I'm going to take that same same piece. Um, but I will tell you what I have been working with her on, and I can take credit for is her mindset. I can see a better mindset. Every time we would talk about things, I was like, take that, uh, that stinking thinking out of here. And uh, just give her certain activities to keep her on the positive side. And that's really what I do. That's why my company is called Seeds of Empowerment, to lead you to greatness. And um, I just cannot tell you, and I can't tell you who, and I can't tell you what the position is, but I believe me, there are going to be balloons flying when she uh, makes it uh, official of what she is doing. And so, again, um, I really, really... Um, say to you that the Advanced Academy is the place to be if you want to go to the next level, whether that's your first position in athletic administration or your next. Um, people always want me to mentor them. And I, I'll be honest with you, I offer a program that includes me in it. Uh, and the program includes all my previous webinars, whether it's just me talking about a subject or if I have a special guest to come on. And um, and it's a little different than the podcast because we're talking about careers. There we're talking about skill sets. And then um, so you get all the two years that we've been doing this. Um, and then you get a um, every third Sunday we meet uh, at 9 p.m. virtually. Uh, where you via Zoom, so we see each other faces, and again, either I talk on the subject uh, on the book that we're discussing for three months, which is a quarter, or I bring in a uh, a guest expert to talk about it. And uh, like I said, the last quarter we talked about negotiating, and so a matter of fact, the reason why I was working, the reason why I decided to do. Um, that quarter of negotiating, I was working with a client who just got the job, and I know it's okay. Well, let me let me expound upon this for others because I can see how it really benefited her. And just so one of the exercises we did was um, what 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 do you bring to the table? What is your value? And she was surprised uh, the things that she brought because she didn't re- she didn't think of herself like that. And that's what I do. Um, matter of fact, I had a a uh, 
discovery call last night about somebody joining the Advanced Academy. And, uh, you know, I just, even in the top of my head, I just make su- suggestions, and she goes, like, that makes sense. I say, yeah, I understand that, but I really would like to walk you through it uh, as a safe place to uh, keep your mind set straight. Because even with this young lady, when she went for the interview, she didn't hear anything immediately, and she started having stinking thinking. I said, okay, look, I need you to name ten things you're thankful for. And so I get the text, keep your mind right. Just keep your mind right. And that's what I actually teach when I do um, uh, workshops on campuses uh, for staff retreats. Uh, For student-athletes and staff, it's growth mindset versus fixed mindset. You'd be really surprised. You're really surprised how your thinking and actions have impact on how far you advance. Because even if you get the job, if your mind ain't right, you ain't going to be there long. And your journey is not going to be enjoyable while you're there. And uh, so uh, when I tell you I enjoy what I do, especially when I get texts like that, and I enjoy what I do because when I travel, um, people come up to me again and say, hey, are you the lady on the chat in the garden? I listen to so-and-so. And and what I really, really love is when somebody's talking to me and another person comes up to me and they don't know each other and I can connect them. To me, that is joy, 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 joy. And so just want to give a couple of shout-outs to people who came up to me um, on Wednesday um, at the event. Uh, uh, Shout-out to uh, Jaysha Mitchell. Uh, she works for the NFL, and uh, she was there to present uh, the 49er coach, the female coach with 49er, Sawyer, um, who couldn't actually be there in person because guess what? They are in the Super Bowl. But, you know, for someone who has been knowing Jay Shell for a while, just to see her on the podium, to be the first award given out to Katie Sawyer, offensive assistant coach for the 49ers, to her coach, to I mean to a, a staff member who happened to be a male. This is the beauty of it. Female, NFL, giving it to the coach of the 49ers. Man, just joy. Just joy. And I've known Jay Shell ever since she was director of football operations for North Carolina Central University. And uh just to see her in in, in action was in awe. Um the first person that came up to me was Ivy Tab. Um she works with the American um Cancer Society and uh for Partnership and Activation Management Sports Alliance. And her uh, client is the NFL. So she was saying, I've seen, um, you know, your post on LinkedIn, and I would like to work with you, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, yeah. And in my mind, I'm like, who can I send for internship? So, and, and mind you, I almost, now one of my main, main reasons for going, okay, uh, to the event uh, was because I had this burning desire to meet this young lady that all of my students were talking about, um, Nicole Lynn. So we're friends on Twitter. And uh, when I tell you, you know, if you stay around young people, they'll keep you fresh, okay? So i never forget, I think it was last spring, my football players told me about this sports agent who had the number one pick 
for the college football draft. And so I started following her. And when I tell you she's just a delight down the, down home and just approachable. She's approachable on Twitter and approachable in person. So, yeah, y'all know my goal is to get her here in the garden, no doubt. And my other goal is to get her to own the campus of Hampton University, whether virtually or, um, you know, in person, and to be a resource for my young people. So I did post um, her presentation within the chat in the garden. But, yeah, and so, mind you, yes, I'm a dilly-do. I saw her, and then she moved, and then I was like, is that her? So I asked Ivy. Ivy was on it. No, that's her right here. And she, when I tell you, moving and shaking. So Ivy Tab is somebody we're going to have in the garden, too. Angela Suggs is the, actually, let's take that back. Angela Suggs was the very first person who came up to me. And she says, it's such a pleasure to meet you. And when I saw her, I was like, I think I know her. I've been trying to connect with her ever since she was at uh, Florida A&M. And she was SWA because I would go to MEAC meetings. And, she, you know, I I just said, you know what, I need her to be in the garden. I need to know her. And uh, just when we finally met, she was making a transition to, guess what, president and CEO a Florida Sports Foundation, Tallahassee. She was a sponsor of the brunch, which was my mimosas. And y'all know I can't drink. Y'all have seen me at Women Leaders. As soon as I drink, I'm asleep. So I said, I can't even sip on this because I'm on here moving and shaking, and I can't be sleepy. But when I tell you class act, I mean, I'm talking because, you know, I'm looking at how people interact. When I tell you the respect of other uh people on the sport exec side she commanded that so again i'm crossing my fingers we can bring her on the garden in may um but you know another thing i want you to really realize if you're listening to me and you are working on a college campus i want you to imagine your next your next may not be on a college or a conference office that services universities it could be on the sport exec side. And this is why I do this as well, so that you can see and imagine where you can take your talents from the university as an athletic administrator to the sport exec side. And, um, again, when I tell you I am having joy, 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 I also want to thank uh, Dr. Renee Miles Payne for getting up early, I mean early, early, to come and have breakfast with me uh, at my hotel before I went off to the Sports Power Brunch. Uh, that's love. And shout out, double, double shout out to my plus one, Amanda Knight. Um, she came to get me from the airport at, what, 1030 at night. I think my flight got in early, early. It's like 1015. But 1015 p.m., all right, then they came to get me at 9.30 a.m. to go to the event. And uh, so, y'all, when I go to stuff and I don't have my husband with me, I do invite you to come with me. So, you know, if it's something that you think would be really great for me to experience, because when I experience, you experience, because as you can tell, I did put uh, a video and then put it within the garden. So, wonderful experience. 
Shout out Latoya Story. Fantastic event, people. Well planned. Uh, oh, did I tell you what was held at? It was held at uh, the restaurant within the arena where the Heat plays, Miami Heat. So when I tell you first class, because it had that whole professional spell to it, packed house, packed house. You want to be there? You need to be there. You need to really be thinking about that uh, Wednesday before the Super Bowl in Tampa. And it's a brunch, so you can do like I did, come in and come out. If you have a desire to to to, to mingle with the sports exec women who look like you, you need to be there. I'm just telling you. I shall never miss another one. Tampa, here I come. All right? So, excellent. Got two more things to tell you before I bring my gas on. My books are not in my hand, but I, my, my, the, the slowness was, I I mean, I'm not being vain, but I needed to have my name on the cover. I'm just saying. Because uh, nobody knows. So let's, let me just back up. I'm a co-author and a book, okay? And the book is called Removing the Face. My chapter is called The Public Figure Mask. Exit stage left. So, um, but the cover at the time had the person who organized it, the visionary, they call it the visionary author, who goes to get other people to be in the book and, you know, we do it together. Well, I know y'all don't know her, and so it would not be, this make any sense to me to try to promote this book that you all don't see my name on it. So I said, look, I ain't trying to be funny, but my name, not my picture. Okay, let me be clear. Picture is not on the cover or the back, but my name. So my process had to slow down a little bit. So I just got to notice, was it uh, this week, that my books are ready, and um, but I haven't received them yet. Now, so for those who've already purchased, um, I will send them off as soon. I'm going to autograph them and send them off. All right now. What do I talk about in the book uh, when I talk about the public figure mass exit stage left? Well, all of you are public figures. He's like, no, I'm not. Yeah, you, 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 go, to, you, <laughs> you go to the grocery store looking crazy, and it's going to come back to university. Believe me, B, something going on. What's going on? Is she still working there? Ooh, how's she going to leave them students looking like that? I'm trying to tell you. So guess what? Everyone listening to me is a public figure, all right? And it comes a responsibility to being a public figure, not necessarily to other people, but, but it is because, you know, you got to know that you're always on, but a responsibility to yourself to protect your mental health because you really, I mean, there is, I said this, y'all, let me see. I don't know, I have a, a thing on my wall when I spoke at the NCAA, I believe it was like 2000, 2005, and I spoke about the SWA role, and I said, uh, you're going to have to, just like on the airplane, put on your oxygen mask first before uh, you assist anybody else. 
and now everybody kind of uses that that term. But I, I'm not saying I used it first, but I didn't read it anywhere. I just came up without my head. And because um, it's funny because I was writing my speech, I was on the plane and that happened. Uh, so people, because I've been in it for 30 years, and the, the the part of the book that I'm covering of my life actually happened 20 years ago. So it's not something recent. It's not, not the beginning. It really is a part of discovering. Um, it, honestly, when I came at peace of what I was doing, and I, I'm going to be just so honest with you all, I see so many women going for the big job. I mean, going for the big one. You know, I need I need to do this. I need to have this figure. I need to do this. I need that. And uh, and I ask you why? Why? What what standard are you going by? You know, I really believe freedom is when you get a chance to select what you need to do to have the most impact on the most people. That's what I look for. And uh, but I got here. Before, I got here because I hit a wall. I mean, literally, I hit a wall. So, in order to find out what happened, how I hit the wall, and what happened to the wall, you got to get the book, y'all. I get the book. I get the book. So, um, email me, Monique A.J. Smith at CaesarEmpowerment.info um, to, for, you know, to get to purchase the book. Um, I'm going to put the link back up. And uh, But what I'm really doing to be honest with you, it's not—it's just not enough to get the book. My book is to give you awareness. You're going like, hmm, have I experienced that? Hmm, and she did that. Hmm, I must check myself. And I am traveling across the country with Dr. Mari Alexander, all right, because she—she she is a—she is a sports psychologist, but. She and I have the same mindset that, yeah, we own this mental health kick for our student-athletes, but you need to know some strategies and some coping mechanisms. You need to have a safe place to go. And, you know, it's interesting. Um, uh, I was talking to a man tonight, just this week, and she was asking about this app, uh, was I aware of. And I said, yeah, I heard uh, LeBron James talking about it. And uh, Mr. Phillips, the 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 swimmer guy, and uh, so you know, if these top people realize that they, I mean, top top people, the public figures uh, are promoting these things, we need to promote it for ourselves as well, and that's what I'm doing. So I got two cities. I did post something that said you want to come to your city. We're doing a book signing and a connecting event, and uh, so it's going to be sponsored by the center for sports behavioral health, but we're going to be concentrating on you, the administrator. And so I'm I'm so grateful for Dr. Mari uh, for for grabbing hold of my vision that we need something as well. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a brainstorming, how can we serve, you know, how you can connect. Because that's what she, re- she really enjoyed sponsoring our reception back in uh, June because it was an intimate setting and she'd be able to connect with people and be able to serve. And so um, she's already on several campuses and, you know, she does work virtually. So if that's something that you really want to do, the books, 
and Dr. Murray to come to your your city, your town, your university, especially if you got several women on your campus. This would be great, absolutely great. And so I'm really excited. Um, hit me up, Monique A.J. Smith at seeds, as S E E D S of empowerment dot info dot info. Okay. So now has come the time to meet our guest. Now Miss Christie, Michelle Christie, she is an account exec for NC State. Uh I she came to me uh through the Advanced Academy. Um and uh, that's how I met her. I've been working with her for at least Going on two years now, I said, now is your time to shine. Now is your time to shine because, you know, you do something very unique, and we need to tell folks what that is. And I still have not met her in person, people. Can't wait. I've been trying to get – look, I go to Raleigh uh, or, or the, the Greensboro area for Christmas, and, you know, she go. Every time I said, I'm here, I'm not here, I'm like, oh, my goodness. So – uh, that's going to probably be one of my stops, too, for the book signing. So at least I can just lay eyes on her and, and to love on her in person. And so welcome to the garden, Miss Michelle Christie. I'm happy to be here. Wonderful. All righty. So we're going to jump right on in to talk about your career path from college to now. Um, so I went to Florida State University, um, and while I was there, I kind of had an envision of what I wanted to do um, here in sports. I work with the women's basketball team, so in my head, I just figured I wanted to work with the college team, either in the operations or even like on the coaching staff aspect of it. Um, so during my years at Florida State, I kind of worked with the team as well as in the marketing department slash um, promotions department, um, so I got hands-on experience with the team as well as the business part of sports. Um, and then after that, I went to um, Tennessee and kind of worked in a different aspect of sports. Um, I did more so kind of like the community, working with the YMCA as well as um, the Women's Basketball Hall of Fame that's there. So I did more so of the community events side of it, and that was okay. I just wasn't too excited, I guess you can say about that. That just wasn't something I really was ecstatic about mm-hmm. um, doing, so I just wanted to get back to kind of the college realm and college sports in itself. So I moved back home to uh, Miami, which is where I'm originally from, and got the opportunity to work at Florida Atlantic University in Boca, mm-hmm. worked in ticket sales. Um, that kind of was like my first step into collegiate sports. Thought I would hate it because didn't really see myself as someone who could sell stuff and speak to people um, within. I really didn't have a connection with FAU at the time, so dreaded it probably like the first month or two, but then realized, oh, okay, this is not that bad. Um, so I kind of was there for three years, um, was head over all of the women's sports that was there, so I was basically in charge of all of the marketing, promotions, ticket sales, anything that had to do with women's sports. It kind of came straight through me, um, as well as some of my other counterparts in the marketing department, and then kind of got there and wanted to go to a bigger school, so went to Florida State, um, so I always wanted to work for an ACC school, so I got the opportunity to further my career here at NC State, 
um, here within the ticketing marketing department that's here. Um, so currently here as an account executive. Been here almost two years. It'll be two years, Valentine's Day, actually, that I've been here. Um, so been here for about two years. Love it here. Um, the staff here is awesome, um, and you just have more exposure, and you get to see the broader aspect or the wider aspect of college athletics. Being in a bigger school, you get to see more. Obviously, it's a bigger budget and more opportunities um, as well as resources that are here. Um, so, yeah, I've been here for two years, and I enjoy it. Oh, wow. Well, uh, can you give us more details of what you do? Yeah, so I'm an account executive here. So basically, there are three of us. Well, there'll be three. We have one person that left us in um, Christmas time. Um, they've transitioned to another role. But basically, we're in charge of each of our respective sports. So we each have different sports that we're in charge of. So myself, I'm in charge of everyone does football, but I'm in charge of men's basketball, women's soccer, oh. and softball. Um, so basically, you're responsible for um, generating revenue for all of those sports um, through th- ticket sales, through marketing, through um, development or fundraising with the Wolfpack Club. So you're basically in charge of, in a nutshell, just generating revenue, um, reaching out to people, reaching out to corporations, being in the community, just being that face for NC State. Um, and you'll do anything, like I said, from sales, marketing, just kind of being that face in that contact for the community because um, most of the people that are in the community, they speak with us. Um, so, like, we're that face of NC State, so just being that positive person for them, being anything that they want, and basically just kind of getting their money <laughs> to stay in that show, <laughs> just to kind of generate that revenue here for the department. So, I'm going to backtrack like, a little bit. So, when you first um, was introduced to, like, the sales world, you were apprehensive. Yeah. And uh, let's talk about the apprehension. What was that? Um, I just never had done that. I was just used to, like, the operation side kind of being behind the scenes. So now with sales, you're kind of in front. Um, you're that, that first wall that people see when they reach out to any um, university. So it was kind of different and a lot of apprehensive because a lot of time it was cold calling, so you would just call people, and you don't know if they're interested or not. So it was just like... You're basically trying to sell a product that you don't know if someone's interested in. So for Mm -hmm. me, it was just very apprehensive because for the most part, I'm kind of reserved until I get to know people. So just calling Mm -hmm. Joe that's on the street, you don't know if they enjoy NC State or whatever college that you're at. You don't know if they enjoy it, and it's kind of you have to convince them to um, purchase or just be invested into the university. So that was hard, and it was at FAU, so down there in South Florida, you have University of Miami as um, a school down there. You have the Florida State, you have UF. Like, people already have their allegiance with universities, so FAU is just a small school. So it was just a lot of groundwork and hard work and just reaching out to as many people as you can. But once you get – I mean, you'll get plenty of no's. Anybody in sales knows that. Mm-hmm. But kind of once you get your groove or you get your – basically your flow of how you do things and you become comfortable and you just become yourself and you just become you and then you become your own self person. Now it's really interesting you say that. I'm going to ask you a couple of questions. Mm-hmm. So how many other women were uh, 
on your team when you first start doing sales? Not at NC State, but when you were down in Florida. At Florida, when I first started, there was only myself and one other young lady. So uh, one of the things is that you didn't see anybody else doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that that added your apprehension. And number two, uh, you got to get used to the nose. And yes. and one of the things that I talk about in Advance Academy is don't take things personal. And mm-hmm. we don't like to hear no because we take it personal. We feel like as if we're rejected. And um, men don't have that issue. They know it ain't about them. And mm-hmm. those two things are two humps that women have to get over because I, I, I've told you this, too, um, and you still ain't totally embraced it. But if you know how to do sales and you know how to get over no, you could be an AD at a small Division two or Division three school because that's mm-hmm. – they are the ones that have to go do that, and you already mastered operations already. And uh, and being the people person, you know, you say you're an introvert, does not mean you're not a people person. It just means that you, um, I mean, honestly, it's, it's, it's interesting because I'm an extrovert, and everybody's like, oh, hey, she's all over the place. Well, <laughs> some people want to feel special. So mm-hmm. if you think that are you, I'm talking to everybody, are you going to give me money? No, you can get money to the person that's really in tune to me. Mm-hmm. So that's Correct. where your your uh, personality type is excellent for raising money. Wouldn't you agree with that? Mm-hmm. I do. Um, like at FAU, I didn't have probably the most accounts um, or or people buying uh, with my accounts, but my accounts that I did have, they were consistent. They were always there. And most of the people will go to my boss, even to me, um, they were just like, I bought because of Michelle. So, like, you have to have those people invest in you, and not necessarily the product itself that you're selling, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. if they invest in you, they're just going to, like, I had a lady um, a couple months ago, she um, bought basketball tickets just because of me. Like, she came in here just wanted to talk to me. She's like, you know what, I'm going to do it this year just so I can see your face. Like, she don't even know if she's come to the games or not, but she literally bought because of myself. So if you have that investment, like like you said, I don't have the most outgoing personality um, with it, but if you get people, your right niche of people to invest in you, then you'll be fine. Did you hear what I said? I'm going to do my book sign in Raleigh just so I can see you. <laughs> did you hear me yes, say I that? Did. All right, then. I did. So, so you you lie. I mean, it, it is about your personality. And the reason why I keep harping on that is because we're going to have people that are listening who don't feel outgoing. And to them, outgoing and sales go together. And I'm trying to get them to see that, no, you that are, are, are have the thought-spokenness, who uh, oh, the person will sit down not be at the door greeting everybody at the party, um, is also a salesperson because you're very mm-hmm. observant. Because um, even when we do the advanced academy, I may think you're not in tune because you're not, you, you, your facial expression. But when I ask you what did you get out of it, you're very uh, uh, laser focused. What you got out of it, and then when you ask the question, if we have an expert in there, you know exactly. Um, you capsule exactly where it is. And the person feels as if, oh, she was listening. And um, there's so many, again, I tell people all the time, it takes all kind of people to make the world go around. 
Mm-hmm. And uh, it just takes me to remind you that you are just great. <laughs> Thanks for that. You're very welcome. So I got a couple questions. All right. Okay. So Quan Wright is assistant director of broadcast video productions at NC State University. What advice would you give to someone just starting career in college athletics, and what do you enjoy most about your job? Um. So the advice that I would give someone is basically don't kind of pigeon your whole, pigeonhole yourself to just one aspect of kind of what you want to do. Like I said, when I wanted to do I just wanted to do coaching and operations, um, but totally doing something totally different. Um, so just kind of be open to everything. Um, do as many internships as possible as you can. Um, still have a focus with it of what your career path is wanting to be. Um, just You may want to be an AD, but you may not take the steps that you think you're going to get there. Just know that it's going to be different steps to get there and be open to going a different pathway than what you have thought of um, to go in that pathway. But um, just kind of getting out there, um, networking is very big. That's something that I need to do better with <laughs> um, myself. But networking and kind of getting out there and asking questions to people. If you want to be an AD, um, kind of hear our external staff, they're very open to it. But if you want to be an AD, SWA, or whatever your goal is, just kind of try to connect with people in those roles and ask them, like, what do I need to do or what career path should I take to get to this role? Um, And don't be afraid to ask questions. Um, With that, some people may seem like you're pestering them, but more, more than likely, like we've had interns here, and the ones who ask questions the most and are in tune are the ones we remember the most. Sometimes they do get on our nerves or are a little much, but those are the ones that we remember um, and that we keep in mind when something opens up for the next opportunity that opens up, we'll have that person in mind with this. So just kind of networking, getting your getting exposure to different aspects of college athletics, um, and then just being able to ask questions and network. Well, I, I've never asked you this before, and I'm going to ask you online. But so, did you have mm-hmm. any dealings with um, Ad Wong? I did not. Um, she's already gone, isn't she? Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. So, um, mm-hmm. yeah, because you you were talking about uh, wanting to be an Ad and asking, but you know, mm-hmm. some you, it's nothing wrong with the fact asking someone that's from a different institution just because you can't get to your person who's on your campus, that's the Mm -hmm. whole point of the Advanced Academy. And so just uh, for a point of privilege, as a member of the Advanced Academy, how have you advanced and who should enroll into the program? I think anybody who wants to advance their career um, should enroll in the Academy. I've been there uh, for probably, like you said, like almost two years um, with it, um, and I've learned and my skill set has increased, especially changing, like, your mindset. Um, that's probably the biggest thing that I've gotten from Advanced um, Academy with that. Um, but you get exposed to many def- different type of skill set skill sets as well as individuals um, from the speakers as well as other counterparts that you have that are also in the Advanced Academy um, with it, um, so it's kind of like your own little network or your own little niche of group um, that you can kind of network and build from there, and you can learn from one another, especially if you're fresh into college or college athletics. Um, you'll have your individuals there and 
everybody in there is willing to help. I've reached out to different people. Um, and they're very responsive and willing to help. So anyone who kind of wants to advance their career or even just get started in the career, I think should enroll in it. Thank you. Uh, I, I really like the part about people being a resp- being responsive, you know, mm-hmm. and the key is to understand uh, that they're invested because they're there, and you mm-hmm. can't be apprehensive about uh, joining in because uh, you think you're new. If they're there, if they agree to be on the show, that means that they uh, want to hear from you. Uh, so that's really key. Uh, and I'm saying that because people who uh, get in and don't invest, meaning even invest meaning um, reaching out to other people, that means mm-hmm. I can't make it happen for you. I put it right there for you. Um, you know, I even I come on, ask a question. But the, the the work really does happen after the the show and you connecting with people. Um, so now a couple, couple of more questions. Danielle Lynch, she's the head track and field coach at Penn State Harrisburg. She says, uh, career-wise, what was the unexpected challenge that you faced? And were there any home moments in your career-wise where things began to clock and fall into place? And last question, working in a male-dominated industry, can you advise on being your authentic self? Yes. So I don't think as of yet um, I have an aha moment. I think I'm still working up to that. But so far right now I think my aha moment is just asking um, whenever you want something, whether it's, hey, I need advice on this from, like, your SWA, like I went – Tax our SWA, um, basically like career advice, and I was very timid to do so, but it kind of mm-hmm. opened doors for myself um, future-wise that I'll be able to kind of harp upon um, and be able to use. Um, but I think I'm still getting things to fall into place, so it's not everything has to fall into place as of yet for me. Um, but as of right now, that would be like my aha moment. It's just asking. I mean, worst-case scenario, they can say no, um, but just asking hey, like, would you um, sponsor me to go here? Would you sponsor me to do this? Um, mm-hmm. Whatever education-wise to get further in your career, um, just asking. And like I said before, I can harp on this all day, but just kind of networking um, with it. Um, that's how I kind of got the job here. Like, I knew people here, so it was just like, hey, like, I'm applying for this job. And not to say that that was the only reason I got the job, um, but I've mm-hmm. seen a lot of individuals around me they just know people. They might not be the best qualified individual, but because they know someone and they have that face to that person, they're able to, okay, let me take a chance on this person. I know this person. Let me give them an opportunity um, with this position. And then being in a male-dominated industry, um, I just say always be yourself. Um, I grew up around guys. I have two older brothers, grew up my dad, all my cousins are mainly guys that I grew up with. So for me, it feels comfortable, I guess, being here in the male-dominated industry, but never lose yourself within it. Guys are going to challenge you because, like I said, when I was at FAU, it was myself and one other female, and then here it's literally just me. Mm. I'm with it, but just know that you do have to work a little bit harder, be prepared to work a little bit harder because they're just going to be like, oh, you're just a female whatever, like, we can outbeat her, we can do better than her, but just know 
you're going to have to work hard, but don't lose yourself within it. Just stay humble to who you are as a person and as an individual, and that will come. But just know that you have to work harder and do a little bit more than your male counterparts. Outstanding. So we're going to take a break here on the chat and garden with Monique A.J. Smith here on Survival Radio Network. When we return, we'll continue chatting with Michelle Christie. Hi, are you frustrated at work? Do you want to know how to position yourself for promotion? Then Queen's Moves is the workshop for you. Why? Because as women, we need to know our value, be confident in our options, and seize opportunities when they come along, just like a well-played queen in the game of chess. My name is Michelle Larkin of Yumi Connections, and I have developed this online workshop to teach you how to think strategically develop a personal strategy, build confidence, and create professional momentum. I encourage you to visit queensmoves.net for more details and more information about signing up and registering. This is Michelle McKinney, the owner of Third Degree Solutions. I would like to introduce you to our program, Excel at the Sports, where we are career services for the athletes. Our goal is to create well-rounded athletes and to aid them to be successful on and off the field. Our mission is to prepare them for the evolution of their next. We accomplish this by creating a series of professional development workshops tailored to the athletes. We know that an athlete's time is limited, so we'll work with you and your teams to tailor a schedule that fits everybody's needs. So please contact me, Michelle McKinney, at Third Degree Solutions, 919-271-8351, the career services for your athletic department, as we aid you and your team to excel at the sport. Hi, this is Eric Smith, also known as the Financial Literacy Coach or the Money Coach. You know, financial literacy is the one life skill that every single one of your students is going to need in life. Without financial literacy, their life will be much more difficult, but with it, it's going to be much better. And there's no one better to increase financial literacy than the financial literacy coach. We can be reached at area code 770-527-4380 by email at eric at thefinancialliteracycoach.com. One more time, by phone, that's area code 770-527-4380. 4380 and by email eric at I wish you the best. Royal Court for Us, established in 2017, is a jewelry and apparel company. Our bracelets and clothing designs use vibrant colors and come with their own purpose and meaning. Our company focused on empowering, inspiring, unifying and reminding each other that we come from royalty that we are strong and powerful and it's imperative that we support each other so check us out on instagram at royal court for us or our website at www.royalcourtforus.com 14 years as a professional athlete and i never once went into a game without a plan but when it came to the money game i had no clue where to start If you're feeling the same way, I would like to help you evaluate, plan, and execute your way to victory in your finances. 
I'm Nakia Sanford, Regional Vice President with Primerica Financial Services. Give me a call, 404-940-9887. That's 404-940-9887. It helps to have a pro on your team. Why do colleges support student-athletes pursuing every profession except professional sports? Why are they treated as the students when they're athletes, knowing that they need help surviving the lights? I'm Tawana Smith, and as a former Division I and pro athlete and now best-selling author, I've created a transition system specifically for student-athletes called Surviving the Lights. For more information, visit www.survivingthelights.com to learn how we can change the game together. Well, welcome back. I'm your host, Monique A.J. Smith, here on Survival Radio Network, and we are chatting in the garden with Christy, Miss Christy. I always messed up. I think her first name is Christy, but her last name is Christy. It's Michelle Christy. So I got a couple of more questions, and uh, we are going to uh, get ready for the Super Bowl. What's your team? Miss Chris? I was always a Kansas City. Okay, Hello? say it again. Okay. I was a Kansas City. I would go to Kansas City. My dad was always a Kansas City fan since okay. we were younger, um, so I'm going to go with Kansas City. Look, did you know that uh, James Amos from uh, uh, from uh, Good Times played Good for time. the Kansas City Chiefs? Mm-mm. I didn't know that. I saw it on Facebook yesterday, and I used it in my class. I said, because I don't know any Kansas City Chiefs fans, but I know a whole lot of Good Times fans. So (laughs) Kansas City Chiefs put this whole video out about him um, and and how uh, the coach told him, yeah, uh, you're not a a football player. You're a, a, a player who plays football, and there's a bigger calling for you. Because he did a poem, he he acted a poem out to the players, and they somehow engrossed they were with him, and uh, and that reminded me of my father, because my father, his uh, nickname was the Reciter. People were asking to come to their events and recite things, and uh, but yeah, so I don't know anybody except for some old NCAA staffers who used to live in Kansas. Uh, they are so. Well, my husband's a Forty Nine er fan. And so I'm going to have to go with the household. Got it. Yeah, I don't know why my dad's a Kansas City fan, but he's always been a fan of Kansas City. So uh, Nakia Robbins-Thompson of Delaware State, what what books have you read that shape your leadership style, and what women do you admire and pattern yourself after? Um, So some of the books that I have read – to kind of shape my leadership style, my professional style as a whole. Um, I've read, like, The Energy Bus by, what's his name, John Gordon. Um, And that kind of just explains getting the right people on the bus and Mm -hmm. having everybody on board and having the same attitude um, Mm -hmm. with everyone around you, Um, just getting people to kind of not necessarily buy into you, but buy into the goal of the team. Um, And for me, that's very important because usually um, within sales, you're working on a team. Um, so just kind of getting everybody like on the same bus as you and on board with you. Um, that's one of my favorite books, I guess you can say. Mm-hmm. And then one that I'm reading now, um, T.D. Jake's daughter, um, Sarah Jake's, it's about 
uh, I can't think of the name of the book, but it's about taking risk and not being comfortable mm. um, and complacent. Um, so I'm reading that one now. That's more of just like life in general um, mm-hmm. and how you just take life by the hands and don't be worried about what people are going to say about you and you're going to do stuff that family may not approve of um, career-wise or even life-wise, but just kind of like it's your life, just do it the way that you want to do it and the way that God has it planned for you and just kind of stay in that role and taking risk and not just being safe with everything because being safe, you're just never going to get anywhere or never going to get to where you want to be. Um, so that's another one that I enjoy um, right now. And then some of the people that I've, I guess, molded myself towards, obviously like my mom, um, she's a strong one. Um, she's been through a lot here in life, but she's always been very resilient and just kind of pushed through everything um, with it. And another person who I've read her book when I was in college or high school, um, Vivian Stringer, um, mm-hmm. the women's basketball coach at Rutgers. Um, I've always admired her as a coach, but then after reading her book, I just saw the resiliency and just the compassion that she has for life and as well as her athletes. Um, and then just same thing, kind of having people buy into you and invest into you. Um, she's just one of the people that I just admire with all the trials and tribulations she had with her children, with mm-hmm. um, her relationships and just coaching as a whole. Um, she's just one of the women I just kind of look up to. My niece is going there next year to play ball for her. Okay, awesome. Mm-hmm. So awesome. I want to see you soon. I'll be calling you trying to, to, to plan that, that connecting event. And just want to mm-hmm. say thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you so much for having me. I know I was a little nervous with it, but I'm grateful, and hopefully someone learned something from it, um, from my talking today. Outstanding. Thank you so much for Christina Lockley for stepping in as my engineer while we are praying for Clark Garrison, the CEO of Survival Radio Network. Join us next Wednesday at 10 o'clock. Eastern Standard Time for updates on showcasts and podcasts. Follow us on Facebook, A Chat in the Garden with Monique A.J. Smith. Have a significant rest of the day. Thanks, you too.